Hello and welcome to the O Word Podcast, uh, the podcast that starts with a word and ends with a story. My name is Omar and I'm here with my co-host. My name is Johnny Ha. And on this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to find a word from a random word generator. From there, we'll find our own stories on Google or, you know, whatever search engine we use and then present it to each other. And I just want to say happy National Laundry Day, everyone. National Laundry Day. It's pretty ironic because I should have done laundry today, but I didn't do anything today. Fun fact, my laundry is sitting in the dryer right now. More fun fact, this is our third place that we've tried to record and it's in your closet. Yeah, there's a skeleton behind me. Skeletons Uh, in your closet? You didn't mean that. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, I guess we can just get into it. Um, this yeah. This week, our word was elbow. Yeah, we had a different word, but I think when we started the podcast, we tried to look up three words, and I think we forgot them all, so we just looked up a new word like last week, and it was elbow. Yeah, now it's elbow. E-L-B-O-W. Uh, so, again, my pod- my report or whatever it's like four pages long it's twice as long from last time so we we can't really lollygag so uh but you you probably have a shorter essay because you're an underachiever yeah i have like four half page articles in which i highlighted okay that, and some yeah. video clips and the cat is not in the bin but it's okay you know video clips don't transition well on an auditory listening format yeah but there's there's sound on it okay, it's okay. I mean, i'm just letting you know it's not gonna don't don't worry about it Okay. I've listened to podcasts. Uh, so I guess this is the new format where you go first and I go second. Yeah, sure. So uh, mine was on John Cena's new book. So apparently in October 18th, 2018, so like pretty recently, uh, John Cena released a book called Elbow Grease, and it actually turned out to be a New York Times number one bestseller. I would know that. What do you mean? You like John we'll, Cena? We'll get to it. Yeah, big fan. Okay, so... Uh, John Cena came out with this new book. It's about, uh, so it's being published by Penguin Random House. Uh, the book is called Elbow Grease, and it's a story about a monster truck that enters a demolition derby to show that even though he's smaller than his four brothers, he has enough determination to accomplish big things. Can I guess how you looked this up? Yeah, how sure. you found it? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I feel that's a fun game, too. I'm guessing you looked up elbow, uh-huh. and then the next word was elbow grease. And then the most recent result was Elbow Grease John Cena. Um, no, actually, like I looked up Elbow and like some random ones came up that weren't too interesting. So I went on my phone and I used, you know, the thing where you press the, the middle the button word? three yeah, times. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, that Grease came up. So I looked up Elbow Grease and then saw a few Elbow Grease things and I was like, okay, these are kind of lame. But then I saw John Cena. I was like, what's this about? Okay, so you said it's about a what? A monster truck? Yeah. So a la cars. Yeah, yeah, like trucks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> monster trucks. No, but I mean, like, it's not a, it's not a monster truck driver. It's a, uh, it's cars. Yeah, personified. yeah, yeah. Cars, as in like the movie. Like cars. his face is on the hood and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The movie Cars, but like I'm familiar with trucks. planes. It's true. Yeah. So like he basically just ripped them off. Um, that's a but, strong word. So one of them is named Elbow Grease, which is like the worst name. Like. But whatever, like his siblings have better names. Like one's Tank, I think. Is he a tank? Or he's just strong, big, strong truck. 
Okay. Another one's like spark, so he's like fast, something like that. Well, I'm guessing elbow grease would be the hard worker then. Exactly. Okay, this is pretty literal. So it's kind of like Thomas the Train too. No, Thomas is not named Thomas because he's really good at tomfoolery. No, no, but isn't he a hard worker? No, I I think Thomas the Engine is from the perspective of a child. Thomas the Engine is a child. Oh yeah, honest with you, I, I never watched it. Well, I'm uh, big into <laughs> Thomas the Engine, the tank lore, so. Oh, um, yeah, that's weird, but it's okay. So I'll go on. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's just this book, and I have like some sample pages because it's on. Uh, <laughs> you illegally purchased, or no, 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 no. So it's on Google Books, and I didn't purchase it, so that's why I only have like six pages. Okay, I got to note that I'm very familiar with Random House, the or no Penguin Penguin Publishing. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Magic Tree. What's it called? Magic School Bus. No, no, it's the a tree. tree. No, no, it's a tree that they get on the time travel tree this clubhouse. Tree? Oh, you're talking about uh, Codename Kids Next Door? Okay, no, never mind. <laughs> no, there was these two kids who had a magical tree house, and whenever they got in it, they were so in love with history. Dragon Tales. They would get. Sort of like Dragon Tales, but they not as cool as dragons. They get teleported to like Attila the Hun, and they'd watch him just murder everyone. And they're like, "Wow, history's awesome!" And this is a kids show. Uh, Attila the Hun might have not been canon, but they definitely did went like right because Attila the Hun like raped and pillaged. So it's not a really well. Tell me more about uh, <laughs> Elbow Grease. Well, um, okay, wait, I, I see all their names now. So it's Flash is one brother. Pinball. Uh, so Flash is the fast one. Pinball is the smart one. Tank is what? the... What? Do you, what do you mean what? I don't know. When I think pinball, I don't think Donatello Ninja Turtle. I think Michelangelo Ninja Turtle. I'll be honest with you. I never knew which Ninja, Ninja Turtles were which. I don't think of the purple one. I think of the orange <laughs> one. <laughs> right, okay. That helps. No, no, no. Pin, pinball is like, you know, angles and aiming and stuff oh, okay. like that, right? Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. Then I would have called him like Dexter. But that's another sure. license. So. Yeah. Uh, so, like, there's Tank. He's the big, strong one. This Crash, which is, like, the stupid child. Like, according to the... Oh, the Michelangelo? Picture, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which color is that? Uh, the orange one. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, for example, in this uh, picture, Crash says, last one there is a hunk of junk. Oh, he's a tomater of the... Yeah, rip-off. I think he's just a wild child, like, that the mom hates, because... He's a handful. Oh, they're brothers. Yeah, I forgot that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they look nothing alike. Like, what are the chances that they're all... How many are there, then? Five. Five in total? Okay. So, Flash, Pinball, Tank, Crash, and Elbow Grease. What mom (laughs) named their child Elbow Grease? I don't know. Like, that's crazy. So, yeah, this book uh, is received relatively well. I tried to look up, like, reviews and stuff, and I have a few, and it's... A number one bestseller, but not that many reviews on like Barnes and Noble and Target and stuff. I think there's like two. You think it's a conspiracy? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You don't how. think it was really the bestseller, but the WWE's clout is so big. Yeah, I mean it's just because it's John Cena, right? So uh, back on how it's a number one seller. It when uh, John Cena, I guess, learned about that, he tweeted a photo of the top sellers, and uh, the the titles of the books don't sound that interesting. So, of course, number one was Elbow Grease. Mm-hmm. Number two was Pete the Cat, Five Little Pumpkins. Um, 
I don't know what that is. Uh, but next one is I lost my tooth. I am human. Dragons love tacos. A day in the life of Marlon Bundo. But I'm just get right to it. Like the the one that's like the weirdest one to me. Not weird, but it, it's called the wonderful things you will be. It sounds like a bootleg cat in the hat, right? Sound. I think didn't Doctor Seuss? Oh no, that's the oh the places you'll go. Right. I, but, I remember reading somewhere where they they released an unfinished Dr. Seuss work. Is it that? Uh, no, because uh, this person's name is Emily Winfield. Which is, of course, Dr. Seuss's real name, because Dr. Seuss is a pen name. You think his name was Emily? No, I, I'm just kidding. Oh. Because some people, some people like, this. You can't Lindsay, really pick up There's, like, name. male Lindsay's out there. You think he was a, you think he was a male Emily? No, no. Definitely not. Um... So your argument is that it was just released at a time when nothing else was popping? Uh, no. My my take is just children's titles are like kind of weird. I like, think we're in the wrong love business. Tacos? We can do one on cats. We Dude, can we can be children's book writers. His book was like forty pages, and it, it was pictures. Yeah, most. Have you ever seen a Doctor Seuss book? Yeah, it's like pictures. it's a novel. It's like it's huge. And then he has an illustrator. So what did he do? I think promotion goes a far part. Like, whatever. He's just he just put his name on it. Anyway, the reviews are pretty good. <laughs> the ones that I found. So, um, one of them is like this mom or whatever is like really excited about it. She says, "Never give up." This book teaches this life lesson to young children using great illustrations and a cool story about a little monster truck named Elbow Grease. Um, so basically, she just states how like she loves John Cena mm-hmm. and is like. She really likes him, and the kids love him. Was her name Carol by any chance? Um, I don't know. Her name is Umax six one nine on okay. uh, Barnes and Noble. So like, <laughs> imagine making a Barnes and Noble account. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you really like Barnes and Noble that much that you made an account just to make a review? Like, that's how much they love John Cena. Well, that's. I mean, that's. Like, I'm guessing John Cena is a big hero to the kids. So like. The fact that he would even do such a thing is awesome. And, I mean, the message is great. He's not saying steroids and genetics will get you to where I am. It's, he looks like he work. says that, though. You think? I yeah. don't know. He looks like a pretty likable guy. Well, it turns out when he started, he had, like, a whole other persona. He wasn't this army man, military person that was, like, all about the U.S. He started <laughs> as, like, a rapper persona. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean, for those that don't know who John Cena is, his name is John Felix Anthony Cena Jr. That's All right. his full name. I'm going to have to intervene right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so we've been talking about, you know, we should have a third person that we tell our word to, and then that person tells them if we do the same report or a different report. Yeah, it was going to be Kristen. Yeah. Um, we should start doing that because I never thought it would be this the second episode but i did my report it's a biography given on none other than the wrestler and his Elbow name Grease. is john cena oh no um what, what are the chances that on the second episode we choose the same thing well when we started you told me i'm gonna do more articles and now you're doing biographies and you're all up in my zone it started with an article on elbow grease the book do you have anything else before we get it? Because I have like a comprehensive. 
I mean, you can start with your prologue. Uh, introduce a guy, and then. Okay, uh, I'll steal part of yours. Uh, yeah, I'll skip my first I, hole. I didn't have much. Half uh, of the Have much okay. for uh, elbow, but um. Okay, so uh, John Cena, he's uh, an American professional wrestler, actor, and rapper. And it doesn't say here, but he's also an author. Yeah, I found that too. The Wikipedia page needs to update. To we, we can update it, right? Can't um, anyone update it? Sure. I don't know. So honestly, I'm not even going to like go over some of these things. Like th- thugonomics. You'll, I have a I'm whole sure s- chapter on thugonomics. thugonomics. Yeah. How about word, word life? Did you talk about that? No, you can talk about his philanthropy work. So, I didn't do that. No, it turns out um, when he was in the thugonomics era of uh-huh. his career. I'm familiar. His signature symbol was like an F symbol. That, that part is not important. But his slogan was word life. I don't know what it means. I didn't try to look it up. Ball is life. Word life. Omar, He's a rapper. Don't you get it? Oh, word. Oh. Life. No, I don't. He's a fan of our podcast. The very first fan. You so we can say that John Cena is a fan of. Oh word. Oh word. Um. So like we should totally hit him up to like sponsor us or something. I mean we can say it, but we we can't prove it. Can we officially say it? We can't official. No, this is all unofficial. Okay. okay. I'm just thinking of the legal ramifications. Ah, uh, dude, the big man's always trying to take down what? the small man. <laughs> What if it's John Cena, but it's like S C E N A with an H, or no, just Cena with an H at the end? We need to find someone with that name and ask them to endorse us. Yeah, I think that's a good workaround. Yeah, we'll figure that out later. Make sure you edit this part out. Yeah, in post. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I also found out that he is on to hosting now. Did you get to that part? hosting matches or what no like his new job now as of 2019 uh he's a host of are you smarter than a fifth grader i didn't know the show was still going on it's not <laughs> oh but it's being revived by Nickelodeon. oh okay okay i understand so 2019 isn't over yet so that's true yeah that's fact. it's it's to come yet to come but yeah uh that's pretty cool Nickelodeon's reviving it and john Cena's gonna be the host i'm telling you champion of the kids he just champion loves of your kids. heart but I'm sure you'll get into it. And yeah, I mean, I have... he wasn't always kid friendly. Well, that well, that'll be surprising. Yeah, you'll be the judge of that. I think he's always had a pretty great image. Um, well, he used to have a shirt that said like a bad word on it. Did it say a bad word or did it just have bad letters? Because I, I I get into that a little bit. It it was really close to a bad word. Okay, well, I'm not familiar with that. But. Okay, well, you know what? I can't find that, so you can just start, and then I'll look for that. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, John Cena. Uh, I came about it much in the same way as you. <laughs> uh, I looked up elbow grease. This podcast sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the I worst episode, up. too. It's the second one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I looked up elbow grease, too. Um, and, yeah, I found John Cena much in the same way you did. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, well, I can't really tie to the children's book, but apparently he has a signature move called the people's elbow. And I was like, that's going to be my link. Oh, so you, your link wasn't the book. No, it was it was definitely the book. Oh, but I was okay. like, I can't just focus on the book. So I'll just switch it to a signature oh, move. thank God. Wow. But when you started talking about the book, I'm like, oh, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> oh, cool. Cars remake. Um, right. So this is 
uh, like I said, a really long report. Um, I'm gonna try and get through it as quickly as possible. Uh, you took off some of the leg work, yeah. I guess. I, I have a I have a quick. Oh my note. gosh! So the the shirt that wasn't the best influence said "Ruck Fools" on his shirt. So I'm gonna let you figure out why that could be bad for kids. Ruck Fools. R U F. Rough. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Um. So. Yeah, I, I broke this up into chapters because the Wikipedia page broke it into chapters, and it's a nice 10-chapter ten, ten story. So we'll be, begin in the prologue. It, it's a long Wikipedia page. I, yeah, there was parts where I said uh, they were friends, and then they were enemies, and then they were friends, and then they were enemies, and think, we'll move on. I think it's literally the longest Wikipedia page I've ever seen. It's insane. Yeah. That, that uh, and a lot of things. I honestly think I don't think it's saying much. It's just some fans were super devoted to the sport. They're like, well, we're going to document every fight he was ever in. I have the same exact article here. It's 23 pages in case you're well, wondering. Uh, I read through all that. Oh, I didn't. Well, that's why my page appears so long. So uh, full disclosure, I'm not a wrestling fan at all. Me neither. Uh, I think when I was a kid, we watched it. But... um. At some point, we just it was banned in the house. Banned? Yeah, I, I must have hurt someone. I must have body slammed, or maybe I was body slammed. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> you think your sister who body slammed as of now is like like half a foot shorter than you body slammed you as a child? Uh, not likely. Uh, I'm the reason she had a lot of hospital visits, but it was always an accident, and I Wait, always really? get I always get flack for that because they're like, no way, it was always an accident. I'm like, yes. I didn't mean to send anyone to the hospital. She, I'm a she child. She had like a bruised kidney and stuff. Like, oh yeah, my bad accident. One time I was on the swing and she got frustrated because I wouldn't let her swing. And she grabbed a stick. As, a, she, as anyone would. As anyone would. I understand yeah, that. Yeah. But we only had one swing yeah, and it was, sure. okay, anyway. So she threw a stick and it hit the chain. She threw a stick at me, but it hit the, the swing set chain. It ricocheted back and it hit her in the eyeball. <laughs> and it cut her eyeballs. So we had a go. Eyeball? Yeah, her eyeball. There was a little red line. Ooh. Yeah, so. She, that's her fault. That's what I said, but it was my fault because I took the swing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, listeners, write in. Was I right or was I wrong? Uh, so we'll start at the prologue. Uh, so, yeah, John Felix Anthony Sr. Jr. was born. Uh, April 23rd, 1977, in West Newberry, uh, Massachusetts. That would make him around, I think he was 47 or something? Uh, you can check the Wikipedia article because you have it right there. Yeah, I have it right here. He is now, uh, sh- I can't do math that quick, 77? To 19. Th- 30, 42? He turns 42? Yeah, 42. In eight days! Perfect wow. time. in eight days. Eight days from now, day. but from Friday it'll be like two days. Wow. I'm not good at math. Today's Monday, five. I can't think it's spring break. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's actually really old. Uh, well, I guess 40 is the new 30. I don't know. We're not there yet. Uh, he was the second son out of five. So that's why I was like, how many brothers were in the monster truck rally? Oh, my God. Because I didn't look into the book at all. But, I mean, coincidence? What? I wonder, uh-huh. I wonder if his brothers were like, all right, so which one... Which one am I? Am I the oh, yeah, no, one or I, the big dummy? Huh? Well, yeah, that must have. <laughs> am I Crash or Pinball? Um, so he was born to Carol, which is why I asked if Carol was the one who left the review. Because I know my mom would leave such a nice review. Is your mom leaving uh, the review Do you want to guess? Hmm? 
Is your mom leaving a review on this podcast? Uh, I told her to, and she said, uh, but I have your same last name. I was like, yeah, you're going to have to make a fake profile. <laughs> um, so if you see a five-star review, it's definitely Mama. Yeah. Mamar. Um, do you want to guess the father's name? John Cena's father? John. Yeah, that's correct. John Cena is senior. Yes. Yeah. You've learned from last podcast. Uh, John grew up Catholic and attended many private schools through his adolescence. Uh, for, oh, so he's been having money. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I didn't include it in my report, but his grandfather was apparently a, like a really famous baseball player. But that was his grandfather because he was quite his own athlete. As for college, he attended uh, Springfield College where he was apparently like he played center for the team and he was really good at it. Um, he had some kind of title, but it's irrelevant. I mean, he's been buffed. Been buff? He's been buff. I mean... Yeah, we'll get to that because there's some cool facts about him. Um, so he graduated in 1998 with a degree in exercise. F- Fitness? No, physiology. That's right. Yeah. And body movement. I just need confidence. Uh, <laughs> he would then move to sunny California to begin a career in bodybuilding. Uh, to fund this calling, he worked as a limo driver. So. He might have drove around some famous wrestler. I can't. He must that. have been a terrifying limo driver, or like the most comforting limo driver. You know. Oh, you think he's like? You know how he like does the make a wish things? Yeah, he's I get like into that. Fulfilling people's wishes like as a limo driver. No, because he wasn't famous then. Uh, sure. But it'd be a cool story to share. Like, yeah, John Cena once drove me to prom. Oh, so you don't even think he was like a like a fancy limo driver? Like he just drove random kids? To yeah. Well, he's, I don't know. He's it's a man of the children. He is a man of the children. That's his title. Uh, so we'll move on to chapter one: the ultimate pro wrestling phase. Uh, in 1999, he transitioned from bodybuilding, or no, he tra- this is a good joke, so I'm going to definitely read it. He transitioned from building of the body to throwing of the bodies, which is wrestling. Was it worth? Should I just move on? Okay. Yeah, no, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> he signed with the Ultimate Pro Wrestling uh, and assumed the role of the prototype. This was his first character, the prototype. Yeah, yeah. He, that was like semi-robotic. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I didn't know what semi-robotic meant, but I can only assume that it meant he was like a cyborg or yeah, something. Basically like basically cyborg from Teen Titans. Yes, but with more. I'm thinking more Terminator. Oh, so like bad guy? He was a bad. No, guy. no, 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 no. Uh, I'll get into that too. Uh, so he held the UPW, which is Ultimate Pro Wrestling, title for 27 days in 2000. Uh, but he knew he was destined for bigger fish to fry or chokes, choke slam, choke slam. Bigger fish to choke slam? Is that I don't know, saying? dude. I, I should have included more wrestling puns. Uh, we'll move on to chapter two: ruthless aggression. Jesus. This is pretty great, right? Re- wrestling is like the anime of real world, you know? Dude, I have some, like, the other day I was looking at some stuff to buy online for, like, a gift exchange thing, like, mm-hmm. for gag gifts. Uh, one of the gifts I looked at was called Bootios. So it's, it's, it's a cereal called Bootios, and it's, like, basically Lucky Charms. And it was from WWE. Yeah, they're a big corporation. Yeah, it was this three guys that were in a wrestling team, and they were, like, all about positivity and stuff. So wrestling's all about positivity. Well, we'll have to save that for a different podcast, because we're talking about John Cena. And ruthless 
Ruthless, Ruthless Aggression. aggression. Yeah, All so... Right. In March of 2001, John auditioned for the World Wrestling Federation, which is now known as the WWE, but they rebranded from WWF. Uh, if you know anything about wrestling, you know about this, um, which I don't, so I'll move on. Yeah, me neither. Thanks for uh, me. Yeah, so he auditioned in what's called a dark match under his uh, pseudonym, The Prototype, and he lost the fight. Do you know what a dark match is? Is it like a underground, like dark web type of thing? That's what I thought. Like bare knuckles. <laughs> yeah, no, because it said he lost, and I'm like, well, wrestling is scripted. So was he supposed to lose, or was it a real match and he lost? See, I never understood. That. So like, how do you win a part? The people just say, you know, you, I think you'll be good, so we'll let you win constantly. Well, John Cena did it by the grind. So uh, a dark match is a non-televised match during a televised event. So this is usually, it's typically used to warm up the crowd and try out some lesser known talents. So like if Monday night, is this SmackDown or Raw? Um, it's called SmackDown Raw. Monday night Smack Raw was hosting <laughs> a big fight. Let's say it's uh, it, The Rock was going to wrestle uh, and that was going to be the main event that got televised. Like, an hour before that, at the stadium, they would probably have John Cena fight some other guy. Damn, imagine John Cena being, like, the opener. Exactly. That's that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's just the opener. Um, so, uh, Cena was invited for, back for two more dark matches by the WWF, and he eventually signed a contract with the WWF in 2001, and he was assigned to the wrestling circuit in Ohio. I don't know if you know this, but the way wrestling used to work, it used to be local uh, circuits. Um, oh, I know this very well because in elementary school we, we had, had wrestling. One. Yes, we did. It was like the Gulf Coast wrestling. I don't know what they're called. All champion. I remember is Mustang, Mustang Mike. Mike and, and his buddy Psycho Mike. <laughs> they were tag team partners. Both Mikes. Yeah. All I remember from uh, Mustang Mike is one time we had a thing in elementary school where. We got to pie teachers, and he was like our PE coach, kinda. And uh, I'm thinking of Psycho Mike. Is that Psycho Mike? I think so. I think I'm thinking of Psycho Mike. Mustang Mike is bald, and he's still swole. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about Psycho. Psycho Mike would work with the special ed kids, which I always thought was super ironic and insensitive because, like, your wrestler name is Psycho Mike. Oh my God! What if he did that? Cause he no, no, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he was also, really he was guess, really good with the kids. No, but I remember. No, he's not that good with kids. What? The one time I remember him was, um, like I said, we had a thing where we got to throw, we threw wet sponges at teachers, and he was one of them. And um, I remember I did it, and the teachers we liked to mess with each other. So they, one of the teachers, told me, "Yeah, just move on closer, so I could get like a free hit in the face." And I gave him a bloody nose. Dude, you beat up Psycho Mike. I gave Psycho Mike a bloody nose with a wet car sponge. That's the peak of my existence. But he's a wrestler, so it was probably it was scripted. It was scripted. Um, yeah. So that's it worked in circuits. Back to my report. It worked in circuits, and um, the WWF later bought up all these circuits. That's why they were able to assign him to a circuit because it, it used to be. Uh, these wrestling guys, they would record their own ones and then host it on local broadcasting. So, uh, like, you're saying, like, they just wrestle at home with some pals? Basically, you would wrestle in a school gym, and then you would record it, and then you would send it to, like, your local, like, Channel 3 or whatever, and they would broadcast it. Ah. Uh, that's how wrestling used to be. 
Oh, and now, not that cool. Yeah, there's this whole controversy that you know WWE has a monopoly on it because they own all of it and stuff, and it, which obviously they don't because we still have our Mustang golf, Mike, Mustang Mike, right? <laughs> um, which they're getting older. I don't know if anyone's taking their spots because every time they're on, it's anytime they're promoting a fight, it's always those guys fighting. Yeah, and it's always in middle schools. Like it's nothing spectacular. Yeah, which I mean, the WWE is still one of the most profitable the uh, most profitable boarding agencies yeah so um uh, he continued under his uh character the prototype uh he would have several tryouts for the wwf main roster and more dark matches uh and he would dominate the ohio valley circuit uh where he held uh both the championship and the tag team belt titles in early 2002, he found himself uh, as part of several house shows wrestling uh, the likes of Shelton Benjamin and Tommy Dreamer. Do you know who they are? Mm, I have no idea. There's a lot of wrestling names in here. Tommy Dreamer is probably my third favorite. Uh, name? Yeah, name. Tommy Dreamer. That sounds like the like most fun part of wrestling, thinking about your name. Well... 90% of the ones we're going to talk about today is better than the prototype. Yeah, that's terrible. The prototype, that's not even a good name. The prototype is supposed to be the shittiest part of whatever's He's being created. He's not even the released yeah. edition. It's like the literally the worst piece. I feel like he was assigned the prototype because he, he was just starting, so he wasn't good at acting. So he must have been like, I am the prototype. Prepare to meet defeat. Maybe if I'm working right and I decide to be created as the official product. I am only in beta. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, house shows. Do you know what those are? House shows? Yeah, house I'm a, shows. I'm going to guess it's wrestling uh, at people's houses. No, that you're 0 for 2 right now. Uh, house shows are big events held by people like the WWE, but they're just not televised. So if they ever came to the Cajun Dome chances are it might not be televised so you would just go and watch it and it's an official production and everything they have all the big guys coming down but it's not not, cool it's not recorded right uh maybe it's more cool because you're like i was at the fight and i saw john cena get body slammed by a fish and it's like exclusive yeah exclusive no, I thought he chokes the fish no this is revenge there's a lot of fuel i forgot why we said that joke it doesn't matter (laughs) <laughs> it was a bad joke. Rewind it. Um, so being that it was likely that he would be moving on to his next chapter of his career, uh, how he left the OVW, which is the Ohio Valley Wrestling, was scripted in what they called a loser leaves the OVW. And you could assume what happened to him. He, he lost. He lost, so he had to leave the OVW. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just... What I got to give wrestling credit for is their attention to, like, the script and the story and keeping it alive. That's I'm, another term. Imagine, like, every time someone would quit their job, you'd you'd have to make a script and a show. So, all right, guys, I'm leaving. All right, so, can boss, can you write up a script for me so I can quit? Well, I mean, some shows do that. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Like, when someone dies and they have to, no, like, no, cover no. up and finish, close like, off the loopholes. There's certain shows, I can't remember any of them. I, I know Friends, one of them was pregnant and they hit it really well. Oh my god, Zoe 101. Zoe 101, it ended because they graduated? She, or? No, she got pregnant. Yeah, but they didn't write into the show, they just canceled the show. 
their oh, shows okay I, their I shows where characters get pregnant and they write it into the show so they can still like they don't have to hide the giant belly i think that might have been how i met your mother friends and how i met your mother are basically the same show sure yeah never I mean, watched it is that controversial them. I've never watched either one of them, so uh, I feel like I that's no more idea. controversial. <laughs> I'm gonna get flack for that. Uh, right. So in June 20, uh, so this is the actual ruthless aggression arc. In June 24 of 2002, Mr. McMahon, which terrible is that name, name familiar? It's Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the guy it's who owns the WWE. Name. But he he his character is Mr. McMahon. His name is Vince McMahon, but he also plays a character where he's like. A bad guy who owns the, the WWE. Man? It's very meta, meta humor here. Um, I'll, I'll I'll look at pictures of Vince McMahon as you continue your story. Uh, look up his walking GIF. Vince okay. McMahon walking GIF. Okay, everyone at home do that too. Yeah, everyone at home do that too. We need to start an Instagram page where we can just share everything I'm saying. Man, that dude's ugly. Yeah, but he looks like a beefcake. Continue. Um. So he declared that he needed the roster. Uh, he declared that the roster needed to f- uh, all find some ruthless aggression from within. So he's basically calling them out, like, "Show me some ruthless aggression." This is still for kids. At this point, it is rated TV fourteen. Okay, so, so for teenagers. teenagers. Okay, that's different. Um, uh, and he would be looking for one of them to stand out above the rest of the pack. Well, John Cena would answer that call and claim to be an individual with ruthless aggression during his WWE debut on June 27th on SmackDown. Uh, he was challenged by Kurt Angle. Oh, dude, I remember Kurt Angle. Okay, cool, because I didn't recognize the name. Yeah, that dude was like a actual Olympic wrestler or something like that. Uh, you, a lot of athletes transition to WWE. Yeah, he looked like an egg. Well, that egg... Uh, defeated John Cena. <laughs> so, would Cena's aggression tear apart all challengers? No, he lost. Uh, but he would gain the respect of Billy Kidman. That's an egg. I just showed on one of the Kurt Angle. That's definitely an egg. So okay. hairless. So smooth. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, so John Cena would uh, gain the respect of Billy Kidman. Farouk. Rish. Rikishi, and my favorite, The Undertaker. That's the easy one to say? That's how you like Well, from what I remember from my limited childhood run of wrestling, my favorite was The Undertaker. And I think I hated The Rock, but I loved his catchphrase. The Undertaker was the weirdest one. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah, but I think I had a thing with Undertakers, because I wasn't... Wait, what does this mean? Because with... Monster Trucks, which was the same sphere at the time, you know, Monster Trucks and wrestling. Yeah, John, both John Middle Cena, America. John Cena made the book. On exactly, it too. They, they lots of crossover. Yeah, it's like peanut butter and jelly. There was definitely a monster truck which was called the Undertaker. It was green. It looked like a hearse. It had a skeleton on it. No, uh, I was you extra weren't a monster not truck. Into monster trucks. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure they're both called the Undertaker, and I think in my young mind, I thought. He was a wrestler who also drove the monster truck. And what is an undertaker? Isn't that like an undertaker? Someone who digs bodies? Yeah, he digs graves and stuff. Why? That's weird. No, the monster truck's name was the Grave Digger, and he was the Undertaker. That's what it was. The Grave Digger was the name of the monster truck. Uh The wrestler's name was the Undertaker, and they were both my favorite. 
<laughs> so you you just wanted to dig also the undertaker he had like cool white eyes and stuff and he, he like, just rolled his eyes back hair. middle school kids do that they just hold their eyelids and then roll their eyes back uh, well sorry johnny whatever that really hurt my feelings it's okay but uh definition of an undertaker is a person whose business is preparing dead bodies for burial or cremation and making arrangements for funerals exactly uh so I, they're party planners i do it all man um, however, his loss to Angle began his career uh, as a fan favorite. Uh, he then started a feud with Jericho, and then he beat him, and then he feuded with Los Guedos, and then he beat one of them. Uh, and then in 2002, he partnered with Billy Kidman to win the first WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship title. Uh, well, they tried to win it because they lost in the first round. Oh. Aww. So, like, you hear about this John Cena and everything, and then you read, like, his first year in the WWE, and, and he just keeps losing. <laughs> it's like, how's this guy your favorite? He, remember, he's still the prototype at this point. Yeah, right? he's still the prototype. Maybe that's it. Um, so, so they lost in the first round, and Cena blamed the loss on Kidman and turned and attacked him. This would be the only time in his entire career where he played the role of the villain. He beat Kidman that fight. But then during the rematch, he lost the fight, and that ended the feud. So he's only been a villain once. Um, the terms in wrestling are face and heel. Face and heel? Face like and your heel. face and your, like, your foot heel? Or face, like I think. I hope that we don't have wrestling fans. Or I hope we do so they can correct me. But I'm pretty sure that face is a good guy and heel is the bad guy. Uh, well, first of all, I don't think we have fans right now. But anyway, uh, so so face is the good guy and heels the bad guy. Yes, that makes sense. And when you when a face turns, it's called turning heel. Ah, okay. So from face to heel, which I, I always thought was clever because like you pivot on your heel, like he's about facing. Anyways, yeah, um, so yeah, that would be his only time. We're moving on to chapter three, so we're flying right now. This is the Doctor of Thugum. Thugonomics. This is my favorite part. Uh, so that fight with Kidman where he lost, uh, the whole plot took place in October. So for Halloween, Cena dressed up like Vanilla Ice. Um, and he also rapped on that episode. But not any kind of rapping, Johnny. He freestyle rap. I cannot imagine him rapping. Well, you can experience it because he does have some records. But we'll oh, get into that's that. That's true. It did say he was a rapper. Um, so from then on, he would be given this new rapper persona. Uh, and he would actually rap in his cut promos. Do you know what cut promos are? I don't. You're learning so much about wrestling. It's awesome. I don't think I wanted to. Because every time I read a term, either Wikipedia linked to it or I Googled wrestling term cut promos. So you basically just wrote a research paper for this episode on wrestling. I do this every episode. <laughs> I just well, so highlight. far, two episodes. I mean, that's impressive, too. Uh, a cut promo is a promotional interview. So usually, if you remember, it'd be like um, backstage or something. Oh, They'll be like, yeah, so what yeah, are you yeah. going to do to him? And he's like, my name is Dr. Thugonomics. Thug- Do- I'm going to hit him with some economics. And just, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a rapper. No, me either. If you could add a hip-hop beat in post, that'd be great. Yeah, we'll do that probably won't uh so he would take this uh whole persona step further um this is where he introduced his signature flat brim hat and oversized sport jerseys 
I don't know if you've noticed, but he had a very distinct style. Uh, he also took it to rapping before his matches. So he was really just full into this. And he was actually given the name Dr. Thugonomics because that's not a name you choose for yourself. It was given to him? It was given to him. Who hated him that much that they gave him that name? I don't know. It was a different time then, John. It was like 2004 or five or something. Wait, so are they saying he has like a PhD in thugonomics? Don't we all have those PhDs? I, not in thugonomics. I don't even know what thugonomics is. Do you explain that? He's a thug and he's fluent in it because he words word life, dude. He was all about the wordplay and stuff. This dude was called the prototype. I don't think no, anyone was, named not the anymore. prototype had like any street cred. Well, I mean, apparently he did, Johnny. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. Uh, Cena would perform a series of match tag team uh, with partners B squared, which is that's my second favorite name. Is that another B-squared. like doctor, like but of math? Yes, B squared and Thugonom- Doctor Thugonomics. The math kids loved him, uh, and he'd also team up with Red Dog. Uh, when <laughs> Clifford, <laughs> well, it's double G on the dog, oh, so my don't man, get it twisted. Not, it's not Clifford the big red dog. Uh, when he swapped over to Raw, he be- he began his pursuit for the title, uh, which was held at the time by your boy Brock Lesnar. Oh, dude, I remember Brock Lesnar. He actually fought in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he had upset wins over Eddie Guerrero, uh, my favorite, The Undertaker, and Chris Bennett. Benoit. Wait, isn't that your art professor? It might be. Your art professor has the same name, right? Well, I this one, I think this one's spelled differently, though. Oh, but it's Chris Bennett or Benoit? Benoit. Oh, my bad. This is different. It's N-O-I-T. I don't, I don't okay, know. Yeah. We'll move on. He doesn't have a cool wrestling name. Uh, but Chris did, did throw some shade because he wore a fight to his match that uh it said toothless aggression he wore what he wore a t-shirt that said toothless aggression on it because it's ruthless aggression and he lost his first match so he's like no you're toothless (laughs) and then chris lost that fight (laughs) wrestling is cool uh so he got the right to fight brock lesnar for the championship uh at this event called backlash also all these events have fantastic names so many terms i'm learning there's so many events that i'm learning uh, so he ended up losing that, uh, and then he began a feud with Chris, uh, and that was later resolved. Who's Chris? As a, Chris Benoit. Oh, your professor. Uh, yeah, my professor. The professor. Now, um, a lot of these feuds, there'll be a couple fights, and then they're resolved. Because you can't have like a super long feud. Yeah, just... Because you only have so many ro- people on the roster. Um, so he began to mock my favorite, The Undertaker. And at Vengeance, my favorite, The Undertaker, defeated John Cena at this event called mm-hmm. John Vengeance. John Cena lost again? Has he won yet? Um, I, think I mean, he won, he won the thing, SmackDown Tag Team Championship. I don't know, sure. Johnny, okay? I don't know how wrestling works. You need to check a message on your phone? No, no, I'm just putting my phone down. Okay. Is your vibrate off? Because it's going to shake the whole mic. Yeah, don't worry about it. No mind. Don't listen to it, guys. Um, So... The problem with reading on my phone is that I have no idea where I stopped. It's okay. We'll once we upgrade, uh, get that money. We'll have a whole setup where you have a laptop or something. Okay, I got it. Um, so, my favorite, The Undertaker, defeated John Cena. 
They would meet several times with Cena defeating my favorite, The Undertaker, and finally ending the feud. Because all feuds must end. Uh, This chapter was pretty underwhelming. A lot of matches against Chris, uh, but also a lot of losses to him. Uh, An interesting note. Oh my god, this is my favorite part. An interesting note was when he lost his SmackDown title to Carlito Caribbean Cool. He's a Puerto Rican (laughs) fighter. It was his debut, and he beat John Cena. Uh, so this started a feud with Carlito that climaxed when Carlito's bodyguard, Jesus, uh, stabbed John Cena in the kidney. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this is part of a show? This like... is all scripted, yeah. Apparently, John Cena was leaving a match or something, and after the match, Jesus came up and stabbed him in the kidney. How is this for kids? Uh, had... It's still TV 14, Johnny. John Cena got stabbed in the <laughs> kidneys? Yes. Um... And he ended up being hospitalized for a month. Uh, but this was all scripted because in reality, he needed this injury or this injury was worked up so he can have time to film his first movie, The Marine. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be like vacation or something. No. That's essentially what it is. These though. wrestlers are like pretty hardcore. Like they do it all year. Like yeah. they don't have a wrestling season. It's like. No. I heard about that. The Apparently turnover it's is like constant. Intense, intense travel. Yes. So, um, so they had the script being stabbed in the kidney to take like a vacation. Not even a vacation to do more work. The Marine. Uh, so when he came back, he took his title back from Carlito, and then he defended it by defeating Jesus. And is really misleading because in Wait, here, so Jesus is not a wrestler. He's just a bodyguard. He's a bodyguard, yes, but, but bodyguard is- wrestler. I don't know. I think he is a wrestler. I think him and Carlito are partners. I don't know, but. It's really misleading because here I have it. Uh, he defended it later by defeating Jesus, but I just got to make a mental note Jesus, to say right, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so following the film, he would drop the rapper persona and pick up the persona of a young military man wearing cargo shorts, dog tags, and saluting the crowd. So, like, how does that... Oh, because he started the Marine movie. The Marine movie. Did they play this movie plot into no, the, no, the WWE no. plot? No, it's just he picked up that persona and... He said in later interviews he also did it to show respect for the troops and stuff. Because he, he does do a lot of... Uh, the WWE and the troops are like closely knit together. Right. Which, I mean, you think about it. It's 19-year-old kids who sign up for... the Well, I mean men. Not young men. But, I mean, that's right there. Them and the WWE. So, I mean, it's cool that he did that. Um, but I was always under the impression that he was a real Marine. Yeah, I thought he was... I, I only remember military John Cena. So I always thought he was actually ex-military. Me too. I always thought that he was because... Dog tags. The dog tags and the saluting. And yeah. I think that was the biggest thing. The saluting for me. American theme, everything. Yeah. But um, yeah, when I started this report, and he's like, yeah, he grew up Catholic. And then he went to college. I was like, no. No. <laughs> no. <this laughs> he fought in fought. Iraq. <laughs> he was in Show Nam? some respect. <laughs> But uh, no, I mean, it, Can you that just that? shows how, how. No, it's not stolen valor or anything. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a character, right? So in the Marine, no one's like, you're not a real Marine because <laughs> it's just a role he's playing. I guess, but I feel like he's walking around but, like actually military. That's what's man. so crazy about these, their persistence to uphold this this persona and like, stuff. There are definitely some people going out to him and saying, thank you for your service. And Definitely. he has to say, you're welcome. <laughs> Does he have to say that? 
Yeah, as the character John Cena the wrestler. See, that's okay, kind of fucked up. I get to this term later, but there's this term in wrestling called K-Fob. K-Pop? No, K-Fob. K? Fake? K-Fobbery. It refers to, like, you have to be devoted to the storyline in the industry and stuff. So, like, wrestlers that hate each other on the show, if they're feuding, if they're seen out in public, they have to be like, I hate you. I hate you, too. Oh, no. Or if they're at the same restaurant, they got to, like, flip the table and walk out. So, like, they have to constantly keep it up, and they can't be seen together or anything. Which, oh, man. Like, that's K-Fob. That's, what, what they're is, very dedicated to this. What if you this. fall in love with someone at work? It's like, in in real life, when you have a job, you fall in love with someone at work. It's like, oh, man, we shouldn't really date because, like, that could make things well, weird. Well, we'll get into that because he does end up marrying one of the wrestlers on the show. True, so. but she's not an enemy at this point. But if she's she, not even a star at this point. Oh, really? Women wrestling didn't really take off till recently, I would say. Like, within the last 10 years. That's also weird. Re- wrestling well, in no, general is weird. Women wrestling, it used to be, like, scantily clad women and everything. Yeah. But now it's like, these women kick butt and they're serious. They're okay, Ronda so Rousey's. They're not wearing, like, thongs anymore? No, they're not wearing thongs there anymore. They're, I mean, the guys are wearing underwears, too. What are I'm, they called? Jocks. Not jock uh, straps, jock straps, But, uh, like, speedo cut. Yeah, but, like, the only time I remember, like, as a kid seeing wrestling... And I would see like the lady wrestlers, they would be like shaking their butts and like pulling sexually, hair and stuff. Yeah, and sexually going into the ring. Yeah, not anymore. They're like body slamming. Hey, each other I remember and even stuff. as a child, I thought like this is weird. Yeah, I mean they still have the um, lingerie football, flag football, or no, oh, it's dude, full contact football. Yeah, no, that's also weird. I mean, it's it's still weird because like why are they in bikinis in this? Yeah, I don't know. Um. But we'll be moving on to chapter four, WWE Champion. Can you guess what he's about to win? Uh, the championship. Finally, my boy gets something. Hey, that's like three. That's like three. Which I was really confused because in the Wikipedia article, it just says, Cena beat the championship holder, John Bradshaw Layf- Layfield, to take the title. This would be his first world title ever. Uh, so that's it. <laughs> it was just one sentence. Oh. Um, but the story is a lot more interesting. Uh, he commemorated this in the best way possible. So he had a custom belt made with a spinner on it. So like you can spin the belt and yeah. like it turns and stuff. Um, and uh, Bradshaw ended up keeping the original belt. And he claimed to everyone like, no, I'm still the champion because I hold the original belt. So I'm the true champion. Oh, no, he's delusional. I guess. So Cena was like, so you want the smoke? And he challenged him again, beat him, and took the original belt, too. So now he has two oh, belts. Oh, man. Can't leave that man nothing, dude. He beat his ass twice. Uh, now we got to mark this as explicit. Thanks a lot, Johnny. I've I've been saying bad words this whole time. Okay. I haven't noticed. Oh. I've gone stale. Um, So he partook in several matches where he would lose the title and win it back and defend it and so on and so on. Uh, he had a pretty interesting feud with a wrestler named Edge. Uh, but ultimately, it was resolved. In 2007, he had a match with Mr. Kennedy where he legitimately <laughs> tore a muscle in his hip. Oh, man. Um, but he completed the rest of the night. He finished off his events and everything. He was he was a real good showman. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, because, I mean, I'd be like, no, cut. Well, hey, like, wrestling's a real <laughs> like, sport. No, the like. When people are bleeding on stage, you're really bleeding. Yeah, and like when they're like doing flips and throwing each other, they're really picking each other up and throwing yeah, each other. Yeah, when people say it's fake, 
I always argue that it's scripted, but the athleticism is never fake. Right. I mean, these are real athletes. I have a lot of respect for wrestlers. I think it's pretty cool. Um, I don't, but they're <laughs> athletes nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah, he tore a hip. Uh, so he met with a doctor the next day because he had to finish the night and everything. And the doctor's like, yeah, you're going to have to do a surgery and your recovery's going to take several months. So, uh, he ended up being stripped of his title by Mr. McMahon. And this ended the longest championship reign for the, like at the time there hadn't been another champion that good. What do you for mean? 19 stripped? years. Like, they took his title away. But oh, they him. just they just took it. Yeah, they said, "Well, you can't be champion if you can't defend it." I was hoping they would like say, like, "Hey, I he's in the hospital bed," and they just no. And they like you know how they had to script his uh, being stabbed in the kidney. Yeah, yeah. With like a broken hip. All right, John, we gotta script you into another fight, and you have to lose. Okay. <laughs> he's like limping on stage, and having to lose on purpose. Now, uh, there's, I think I forgot what it's called. It was like real world injury or something. There was a word for it, so like you can know the difference between a scripted and injury and a real injury. Um, so he ended up losing his championship. He'd still make um some appearances, like there were some troop for the troop events or promotional videos and stuff, and he was still in that. But um, he made a surprise. Oh, chapter five, the world heavyweight champion. Uh, how are we on time, dude? How long have we been going? It's been like fifty-five minutes. Oh geez, this could be the first hour and a half episode. You have another uh, okay. Just just continue. Yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll see where this goes. Uh, Cena made a surprise and triumphant return in Royal Rumble match where he won and he earned a shot at the WrestleMania title match against Randy Orton. That's a name I uh, recall, yeah, I but I, I don't know. Randy Orton. He always looked pissed. Like well, he must have been very mad because John Cena would win the match. But he won it by disqualification, which apparently in the WWE means you're not awarded the title. So he got the dub, but he didn't get the title. Gotcha. Uh, it's very confusing rules, but I guess it's more for the story than the actual legitimacy of the sport. Um, so he had several chances against Orton, and he lost most of them, or all of them. He lost them all. Uh, then he feuded with uh, Bradshaw, and he won some and lost some. And then he had a chance at the championship title, the heavyweight championship title. Mm-hmm. But then he suffered a herniated disc, which was a real injury, and he had to be replaced with Rey Mysterio. Ah, I recognize Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, too. I recognize too as a Max, uh, Mexican, Mexican <laughs> to the max. Dude, that Mexican. Be, if you're arrested, that's your name. The Mexican. The Mexican. Uh, I was very familiar with Rey Mysterio too. The he was really good at like flipping around. Yeah, him and he everything. was like. He was like, like a human Beyblade. Like yeah. He just spin around. Human Beyblade. Uh, he eventually had a chance at winning the title, but he would be defeated by Chris Jericho. Oh, well, he would have to defeat Chris Jericho. I'm sorry. And he did that. Uh, then he def- uh, defended his title for a number of times until he lost it to his old rival, The Edge. Or we're ta- just we're Edge. talking about John Cena right Yeah, now, John still? Cena. Yeah, I have a lot of he's, but they're all guys. So. Right. Uh Cena would have a chance to win it back in a triple threat match with Edge and Big Show. You remember Big Show? I remember the name. I just remember him being a really fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a lesser Andre the Giant because he even wore the one. Big Show, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He wore the one. uh, That dude was ugly. Okay. We don't have to go judging people (laughs) on their looks. Um, Yeah, so it was a triple death threat match oh. or whatever oh god a death anyways match. <laughs> cena defeated the two and he got the belt but uh 
Edge would earn another rematch and he would beat Cena. Do you know how he beat John Cena? With the belt. No. Chair, chair. It's always metal chairs. I mean, that's close, but uh, Cena lost when the big show intervened and chokeslammed him through a spotlight. <laughs> what do you mean a spotlight? Like, like through the, the big ceiling? lights that go... Ooh. Like through the ceiling? No, the big lights in front of movie theaters that go back and forth and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guess. So, like, body slammed him through it. I mean, choke slammed him. Um, so, understandably, this will start a feud with the big show. Uh, the belt then transitioned between the hands of Triple H, Randy Orton, John Cena, and Bati- Batista. Batista. Uh, right now, he's working as an actor. He's in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I recognize, see, I recognize all these names. Yeah. This is more recent. Uh, I rem- recognize more of the earlier names. The week I watched this wrestling <laughs> stuff. Was it was all happening. Week, yeah. Uh, so... Cena earned a chance at winning the belt against all of them. He eventually ended up victorious, and he held the belt and defended it. Now we move on to Chapter 6. This is probably... Eh, it's not the longest part, but it's definitely my favorite part. Because this is some anime-level stuff right here. Oh, yeah. So this storyline is basically the evil group... Na- There's this evil group, and they're named the Nexus. Uh, so G- <laughs> Cena's on the ring or whatever. He's doing a little talk or whatever. They jump on the ring... Or he's getting ready to do a match with CM Punk. You know CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. He also transitioned to the MMA UFC, fighter now. But it not as successful no, as Brock Lesnar. Yeah. So um the Nexus jumped into the ring. They beat up John Cena. Uh and then they were like, Hey, we're the Nexus and we're the bad guys and they basically just left him. <laughs> I like to imagine like this was all in like ten seconds. Go that's, in that's what the article sounded like. Bad fellas and just leave. Um, so Cena formed an alliance with the Edge, Chris Jericho, John Morrison, R Truth, their great Kylie, and Bret Hart. Uh, and then they defeated the Nexus at SummerSlam. Cena then lost a match against Wade Barrett, the Nexus leader. So after that, after they beat him at SummerSlam, there was like a either the ladder one or the cage match. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. What is it, Helena? So uh, Helena, uh, honestly, I think, I think you nailed it. Wow. Yeah, so they had Rage one in the cage, maybe maybe Rage in the cage. Uh, they had one of those matches, and uh, Wade Baird was like, "Okay, but if I beat you, you're gonna join the Nexus." John Cena took that bet, and he lost. Wait, really? Yeah, so he ended up joining the Nexus. Oh um, man, I was expecting like a good comeback story. Or something. It's coming. Oh, okay, I okay. promise it's coming. Hold hope, just like a fan in 2006 or whatever it was. Uh, so Cena ended up having to join the Nexus, and if he ever tried to quit the Nexus, his contract with the WWE would be terminated. This is the KFOB, which refers to events being seemingly real in the industry. Mm-hmm. So people were like, if he leaves, he's really never going to wrestle in the WWE again. So he reluctantly did their evil deeds. This included things like winning matches against friends and uh, fellow good guys and also throwing matches. Oh, no. They're like, you have to lose this match. He's, like, crying because he's pinning his friend. Yeah, he's pinning his friend. Um, the matches that he was forced to lose were against other Nexus members, so they looked cooler than him. And it's oh, just this whole... That sad. Yeah, this whole bad arc. And then... Um, so there was one match in particular between... Uh, Wade Barrett, the leader, and Randy Orton, and John Cena was the officiator because you know sometimes they'll have like, and we're gonna get this guy's worst enemy to be the ref, 
and then mm. or be one of the judges and they're obviously gonna and they for some reason don't look when like razor blade yes. brought out or something well uh barrett had ordered cena to give himself give or nexus ordered him to give barrett the w the dub get the win uh but cena did not do this which effective effectively ended his contract with the wwe a week later not really yeah not really a week later cena returned and it just looked like he was a spectator like he just came to watch the match but psych he then jumped onto the ring he attacked nexus members and then he said i don't need a contract to defeat nexus that's so stupid no that's awesome dude um but you know the fans wanted him to be part of the wwe so a week later um barrett had barrett gave him a contract and he's like okay well if we're gonna fight we're gonna write fight legit it's like so sign this contract and then we're gonna have a rematch you think in small fines like this is not a real contract <laughs> yeah well obviously <laughs> uh so barrett gave him a contract and challenged him but John Cena ended up defeating him, and then Barrett was banished from the Nexus group. Is this okay? So it's still part of the plot. He's still in WWE, just not with Nexus. Not with the Nexus group. I'm guessing I didn't check that. So then the Nexus group said that they were under new leadership now, and they offered a peace offering, uh, an olive branch, if you will, to John Cena. But John Cena refused because he was wise to their game. Also, he made them beat up their friends. Aww. Um. So then they jumped him again after he said no. <laughs> they, they jumped, jumped on him on stage him. again. They beat him up. And he he's just laying on the mat. And they left an armband. And they walked away. The armband had their logo. It's like an N or something uh-huh. for Nexus. Um, and then CM Punk enters the ring. Now, the week before, CM Punk hit John Cena with a chair. So everyone was like, oh, my God. CM Punk is going to beat up John <laughs> Cena. kick his ass again. Unconscious John Cena. <laughs> And instead, he just picks up the armband, puts it on, and walks out. And everyone was like, he's the new leader. So CM Punk was the new leader of Nexus. Um, And at the 2011 Rival Rumble, John Cena eliminated many of the members of Nexus as he said he would. And, yeah, he defeated the Nexus. So that's the end of the Nexus arc. Like, they're just gone? Yeah, no, like, after he defeated everyone, the team just disbanded because they're like he's too strong so the wrestlers just disappear no they they just they join no i mean if it were an anime yes (laughs) but that concludes this arc uh we'll move on to chapter seven which is the rock arc um at this point the rock wasn't in the wwe i'm just flying through this now um but they invited the rock back to officiate some round some fights um during this time him and John Cena were like arguing with each other and they eventually met face to face at which point Cena gave him an attitude adjustment another signature move oh wait that's a that sounds like a therapist thing well it used to be called the FU oh no but that's when they were TV 14 oh wait what are they now and now they're TV PG so he had to change it to attitude adjustment instead of the FU Give him the timeout. Uh, which is crazy because most of these matches are pay-per-view. So you don't have to make it kid-friendly. But we'll move on. Uh, Cena later picked... Uh, so he had to partake in a uh, tag team battle. And he's like, you know who would make a good partner? The Rock. <laughs> so he's like, Rock, you're going to be my partner. And then they bickered back and forth like, I don't even like you. But yeah, I'm going to help you defeat him. And they ended up winning the match. And at the end of the match, 
The Rock hit him with his move, the Rock Bottom. <laughs> the Rock Bottom. And then he just left. So, this was over the course of a year since they started this feud. And finally, at WrestleMania XXVIII, which is a big number, uh, I don't, I don't know. Cena faced The Rock in the main event match, which uh, had been building for a year and was billed as a once-in-a-lifetime event. Uh, this match ended when Cena attempted to do the people's elbow. Full loop. Which, back yeah, to the full, elbow. Back to the word. Give him a little elbow grease. Um, On The Rock, but then he missed. And then The Rock countered with The Rock Bottom for a pinfall. And so he ended up losing the match. Damn. John Cena lost again. He lost to a Lots of L's. The rock People's Bottom. Um, so he was later brought to... Like the next night, they were like, "Well, you're gonna have to come congratulate The Rock because you kind of just walked out." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do that." When he gets on stage, getting ready to congratulate him, he's immediately attacked by Brock Lesnar, who hasn't been in the WWE. He's just constantly getting his it's jumped. the worst day he's ever. I think that's all wrestlers getting stabbed in the kidney. He's been, I don't, I just, I just, he's just not having a good time, right? Yeah. So he talked to his talent agent and everything, and he's like, "Well, we're gonna bring back Brock Lesnar because we want a new legitimate face of wrestling." So John Cena would say, "Well, I'm gonna show you a real face of wrestling," and he had a rematch, and then he defeated Brock Lesnar. That concludes the Rock chapter. Uh, chapter eight. We're on the last three chapters. Uh, Cena would go. Uh, this is called Champions on Champions on Champions. Cena would go on to hold the WWE World Champion title and defended it and lost it. But he also held the United States Champion title. So, lots of titles. Wait, there's an international WWE? There's a SmackDown title. There's World Wrestling Hmm. Entertainment. Good point. And they have Carlito from Puerto Rico. That's true. Uh, Rey Mysterio from Mexico. Just forget that question, man. Just forget that question. I'm going to move on. Don't worry. Um... So, as you can't tell by now, it's mostly just winning and losing and winning and defending titles and losing and winning. That's basically wrestling. It's just beef. Uh, he would suffer another injury that would uh, cause him to take several months off this time. Uh, he gets that in the other kidney? No, this was a legitimate injury. I think oh, he tore some shoulder muscles or something. He had to have surgery on his triceps. Uh, he returned to WrestleMania and partnered with The Rock um, for another fight. The Rock came back. The Rock is, I don't it's know. He, again? It was this weird promotional thing where he was like, I'm making so much money. Let me go to WWE and make more money. Let me get a few extra dollars. Yeah. Right. So uh, he had another feud with AJ Styles, and that was later picked up and resolved and everything. Uh, John Cena would then have a feud with The Miz and his wife, Marisa. Marissa. Marissa. Marissa? I don't know. It's spelled Mary and then S-E at the end. Marissa. Okay, I'm Mar- gonna say Marissa. We'll say Marissa, uh, but that's not how you spell it. Uh, but then his girlfriend Nikki Bella joined him and helped defeat Miz and Mary Say, because I think what happened was John Cena beat the Miz, and then his girlfriend came on stage. Uh, the Miz's wife, I mean, Marissa came on stage uh-huh. and slapped John Cena, and then Nikki Bella came on stage yeah, and he Mary- beat them both up. Yeah, because guys can't hit girls, so like his he needs yeah. girlfriend back up. So his girl came on back up. He she beat up Marissa and the Miz, uh, and then in the following match they had a rematch and John Cena and Bella won 
and then after the match, Cena proposed to Bella, and then he went on another hiatus. Okay, is this a is this a real proposal or is this it a, has to be real? Uh, what what you call it? What you call it? A kayfob? A kayfob? This is a kayfob. I I'm gonna say it's real because I mean I'm guessing they were legally married, but also it lasted for a year. So imagine if they hated each other and they're like, well, we have to pretend like we love each other for a year. And like in real life, like they had yeah. to move in with each other. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they had a show, and it was called Divas of the WWE or something on that Showtime very familiar. or Lifetime. Or sounds like a vague memory. <laughs> it's all vague memories. This whole yeah. podcast. Uh, so we'll move on to chapter nine. This is called the Rough Patch. Oh no. Which I, I don't know. Most of it feels like a rough patch, but this is the real yeah, rough it patch. Yeah, sounds like he's getting his ass beat every time. So at this point, the WWE, since he took so much uh, hiatuses. They considered John Cena a free agent, meaning he wasn't signed to Raw or SmackDown, but he would still make appearances on all of them. Wait, so are Raw and SmackDown two separate? It's like the games? AFC and the NFC. Oh, but of still all WWE. Yeah, they're owned by the WWE, just different divisions, okay. different rosters and stuff. Um, he would later return. Uh, he would later make a return to the WWE, and he would fail repeatedly to get a ticket to WrestleMania. Again, so, he's just getting his ass beat constantly. <laughs> the, way, the way to get into WrestleMania is you have to win certain fights or stuff to earn you a spot in WrestleMania. Yeah, that makes sense. And he did, like, the stupidest stuff to try and win a spot. He did a fight. He lost. There was a six-pack challenge, and he lost that. What's a six-pack challenge? I have no idea. I know I had to read up on it, <laughs> but I'm like, I'm four pages deep. I got to move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, he was like, well, my ticket in will be to challenge my favorite, The Undertaker, to a match at WrestleMania. My favorite, The Undertaker, ignored him several times. Oh, man. He, he just didn't respond her. to any emails? He didn't respond email? to any emails. Yeah. Is this part of the script? Yeah, it was part of the script. Um, but eventually, my boy, my favorite, The Undertaker came through and agreed. And then it was the most, the most shocking, twisted anticlimactic fight ever at WrestleMania. The Undertaker, my favorite, defeated John Cena in two minutes. Is that is that not a long time? Or is that No, that's not a long time at all. So he's just like In two minutes he defeated What John was Cena. what move though? The Undertaker. I don't know. Okay. The Gravedigger? Uh yes. The six feet under? He rolled his eyeballs back. So hard and then John he just threw his up. hair. And then that was it. Justin just threw up. Exactly. It was disgusting. Um, at some point at this time, he also divorced Bella. <laughs> uh, so it's a lot of losses here. But he had this match called the Greatest Royal Rumble, and he defeated defeated Triple H. Uh, and at this point, he thanked his fans for sticking with him through such a tough time. And then he went on another hiatus. At this time, he was focusing more on his acting career and... Right. He'd return periodically to the WWE. Back to the Army for some consulting work. Back to the Marines. Yeah. Which, I didn't mention this, but when he fought The Rock and everything, since The Rock picked up his persona, because The Rock is a heel. He was a bad guy. Really? I didn't know that. Everyone hated The Rock. I didn't know that. But, like, they love to hate a good bad guy. It was one of those things. Like, they Uh, hated him because he was such a good bad guy. In real life, he's such a good guy now. I know. He's super charismatic. He's, like, the good guy. But that's why they pinned him against John Cena because he was the most loved guy. Right. He's a people's champ. So, it was a good face heel. They they complimented each other. But um, he picked up his uh, Dr. Thugonomics for that whole arc for The Rock. He picked that 
back up, that persona back up. Why? I don't know, dude. I, I think it was a month. People like it was for nostalgia. Because you're bringing back The Rock, you got to bring da- back Doctor Thugonomics. Sure. So, um, Doctor of Thugonomics. We'll get to chapter ten, which is the epilogue. Epilogue. Um, so these are basically just fun facts. Uh, he starred in a number of films, and most recently, those films were The Blockers. Have you heard of that movie? No, I don't know what The Blockers are. Uh, it's about three parents who try to block block their kids from trying uh, to do the dirt. Yeah, trying to do the nasty on prom night. Oh uh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. The leading I, I've, seen role this, for I've, it. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, and he also he had uh, one of the leading roles in the new Bumblebee movie, where he played some kind of army captain uh-huh. or general or whatever. So pretty fitting. Um, so unsurprisingly, he did have some records, uh, some recorded raps. Uh, you should definitely check them out. Uh, oh the two I would suggest were done with Wiz Khalifa. For the WWE wrestling game, he it was one of the, with the soundtracks with, with the Khalifa? Wiz, my dude. Wiz Khalifa, what? for those of you who don't don't know, is not a he is not a wrestler, which is the perfect wrestling name, right? That's my number one favorite wrestling yeah, name. Yeah, that's actually the best one. Wiz Khalifa, but um, he's a famous rapper. Um, so he's adored by children. He granted over five hundred Make a Wish request. Which is the most in the foundation's history? Yeah, that's. I think it was that's over a 600. lot, dude. It, like it might have been six hundred. I saw five hundred. I think. Um, he's also an accomplished children's author who wrote the beloved book Elbow Grease, uh, which teaches kids about hard what hard work means. But we already discussed that. Uh, so Cena also learned Mandarin to help expand to the WWE what? to China. He learned Mandarin. He learned Mandarin. Uh, he even spoke at one of their ceremonies or whatever in full mandarin and he also learned to play the piano just after you know he's got so much time it's pretty impressive yeah it's pretty impressive um he i didn't write this down but he also apparently did uh he also apparently did a uh he was doing some kind of filming in china with jackie chan some project is coming out soon oh it's like soon like now or like like he did it recently and he lived in China for, I want to say, five months. And there was a YouTube series that he posted on the channel, on their channel. WWE. The WWE YouTube channel, where he documented his experiences living there. Um, so, another cool fact. he was He's a huge fan of anime. Uh, he cites his favorite as Fist of the North Star. Is this like real life or like no, this K-pop? Is this is real. <laughs> Imagine if he didn't like anime and it was part of the story. That, it's like, part of the story. John, you have to watch anime. Uh, Fist of the North Star. I don't know if you're familiar with that anime, but no. you've definitely heard of it. It's the one where the guy goes, uh, something, something, Shinduru. Nani? And then he blows up. And oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that show. Which it's basically the story about a guy who's just super strong and I don't know. So John Cena. I like anime. My name is Omar and I, I'm an anime holic. Oh, sounds like you're like admitting it, like you have a problem. Um So yeah, you were talking about the athleticism. Apparently Big Show has been on record saying that he's felt most comfortable being picked up by John Cena. John Cena is a foot shorter than him and like three hundred pounds lighter than the big show <laughs> but he said he's felt more comfortable being lifted by john cena than anyone else oh. so i mean that's that's a big accomplishment he trusted him yeah that's my biggest fun fact right there that's my favorite fun fact 
So uh, this concludes the life, the story of Mr. John Cena. Okay, I do have some audio clips, or like videos, but it's gonna be audio clips okay. of John Cena. So like, uh, so back back to my part when uh, I was saying how he wrote the book Elbow Grease. Mm-hmm. So I have a clip of him reading it. Okay. So let's see uh, if what's you'll this buy is Jimmy this Fallon. This is uh, Jimmy Fallon. We'll yeah. link this in the description of Ooh. the show. Yeah, sure. Kept on trucking. Oof. He got covered in mud, but he kept on rolling. Yuck. He got bashed and smashed and even caught fire a little bit, but he kept on going. Owie, kazowie. So my favorite parts are just him saying that the noises. onomatopoeias. That were just part of the drama. Owie, kazowie. <laughs> and uh, now he's like a good guy, I guess. He's always been a good guy. He was only a villain once, Johnny. He joined Nexus, Omar. They made him join Nexus. He beat up his friends. And he ended up doing what was right. And he gave Randy Orton the dub. Even though it cost him his contract. He teamed up with The Rock, Omar. Okay, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's true. But yeah, I also looked up like a video of him like rapping. Yeah, in the yeah, thumbnail, before a fight. He just looks like a frat guy. No, you know what he looks like? He looks like Marky Mark. Oh my god, he does. That's what he looks like. But like, he legitimately, like, he just looks like a, like he'd be in a frat. Dude, it's the oversized jerseys. Yeah, He wore that's, a chain that's so with frat. a padlock. Super frat. That's not frat. No, that's not I'm frat, saying no. this is the... That's like Flavor flavor. And backwards flat brim. Dude, that, that jersey and backwards hat, though, that's frat. He was just ahead of his time, Johnny. He was the, like, the inspiration for frats. You think? Yeah, probably. It's a good theory. We should definitely document this. Do some research. Yeah. Frat Do a literature review and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Conduct interview survey. So, uh, I guess that's all we have to say about... You're not going to play any of his raps? Yeah, sure. We can listen to give some me a, rap. Give me a small sample. We'll link this, right. too. So, I guess this is a freestyle, maybe? Ladies and gentlemen, tonight... Just skip to yeah, the rap and... Oh, word life. Oh my god. He's cute, the doctor of thugonomics, dude. I just want to say his arms are massive. Yeah. He took his talent straight down to South Beach. <laughs> And for the past few weeks, Rock's been legitimately pissed. If you get stuck singing your song tonight, Rock, it's all in the wrist. Get it? Because it's LeBron James for basketball. This is not even even a rap. It's like slam poetry. It is very slam poetry. (laughs) But I'm sure in his actual Wiz Khalifa tracks, the dude's spitting bars. Also, the WWE releases albums. No way. That yeah, that's how I know that he's recorded. He's a recorded artist. It's probably like the kids' bop of rap. It's the kids' bop of wrestling for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, I guess this concludes episode two of Basically the old podcast. Yeah, all about John Cena. Yeah, that's. We're gonna have to definitely text the middleman. Yeah, we'll fix it next time. 
We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sorry about this, guys. But, I mean, I hope you guys learned and enjoyed. Uh, you can tell us who did better. I probably did the better report, but it was very uh, lengthy. So, Midas was more really condensed. Short. I stole a lot of your thunder, though, I feel. It's okay. Go check out his book, Elbow Grease. Yeah, go write a review. Don't buy it or anything. Just drop a review. Get them review numbers Read up. the six preview pages on Google Books. And then watch the Jimmy Fallon, and you should have a pretty good idea about what it what's it about yeah and then you'll learn about john cena yeah grease and his rap so this this episode's definitely for our number one fan word life john cena shout out to john we we hear you john we know you're there (laughs) all right we'll see you guys next week all right bye